0: Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS exam training courses and Members Academy. I've come away to Wales for a week and I've brought a whole set of readings with me to go through with you because I'm away from my computer and I can't do very much else. But when I get back, I hope I'll put all of these on the website so you can check up on them. Today we're looking at a general training test It's from an earlier book, book five, but I do think it's a really good and useful example for many reasons. It's all about glow worms and I don't know what you call that in your country but I've just seen in America they have different names for them like fireflies. Um, So the first paragraph in this article tells you this. It says uh, it belongs to a family of beetles. The glowworm belongs to a family of beetles known as fireflies. So the first paragraph, as usual, goes into the background, tells you what the light is for. Basically, is to help um, the fireflies attract a mate. In paragraph B, it talks about the history, the kind of ancient folklore, what people have used fireflies for and how long they've been around. um, Yeah, when they first evolved, stuff like that. Paragraph C goes into the technical aspects of the glowworm's life. Talking about the egg is the first thing, then the larva, like a caterpillar, then the pupa, and then the adult. So that's all about its life cycle. Then paragraph D talks about threats, as usual in IELTS, problems, um, you know, climate change. So I thought this was a really good example for you. And then finally, paragraph E, um, kind of, well, all about where they can be found in a cave and how this has attracted tourists, basically. So those are the paragraphs. They follow pretty standard structure. So it's, test, it's the section three in general training, but then it would be very similar to a section one in the academic test. There are two sets of questions. The first one is matching information. So you have to say which section mentions the following and you can use any letter more than once. The second set of questions are true, false, not given. So let's move straight away to the first set of questions, questions 28 to 33. Now, a quick skim of that article will give you instantly one of the answers. The first answer, basically. 28 asks you to find a paragraph which mentions threats to the glow worm. Threats. A key word in IELTS. And in paragraph D, you can see all of the examples here. Really good vocabulary here. Um... First line introduces a problem, says the numbers of glowworms have been falling, there's been a steady decrease in the British glowworm population, possible causes for the decline, you've got all these negative words, include habitat destruction, pollution and changes in climate. Those three things are always really useful to remember because you can use them in task two reasons for problems with the environment. So remember what they are, habitat destruction or habitat loss, uh, pollution and changes in climate. You can use those as really good examples. Um, It goes on to talk about the use of pesticides and fertilisers which are of course a kind of pollution because they're a kind of chemical pollution and these have endangered the glowworm. And then it says the effect of global warming on rainfall and other weather patterns may be playing a part in the disappearance of glowworms. So very clear, 28 is paragraph D. Question 29 says ways in which glow worms have been used. Again, after a very quick reading, we noticed this in paragraph B. It talks about how um, Japanese and Arabian folk medicine used them, Uh, ancient Chinese, encyclopedia, native people of Central America, Bicycle lamps, um, lighting up their huts, things like that. That's all in paragraph B. Now, uh, number 30 asks for variations in type of glow worm. Well, this comes in the background of the glowworm, which always starts in A. You know, these structures help you because you're looking for background information. And that is, as we mentioned in paragraph A, the first line talks about a family of beetles and a huge group containing 2,000 species, and that's all in paragraph A. 31 is a little less clear. It asks for glowworm distribution. Basically, where can you find them? Now, um, that is in one sentence, basically, in paragraph B. And it says fireflies have spread to almost every part of the globe. They can be found almost anywhere outside the Arctic and Antarctic circles. So that is in section or paragraph B. I think my students confused it a little bit with the next question. So the next question is 32. It says glow worms becoming an attraction. Well this goes to the final paragraph E where it talks about these caves in New Zealand and how beautiful it is and by 1888 they'd opened the cave to tourists. So that is um, in paragraph E the Glowworm caves in New Zealand have attracted millions of people from all over the world. So that mention of New Zealand and all over the world um, confused some of my students who thought that their distribution means where they live was paragraph E. But of course it's not. Where they live is found in paragraph B where it says they've spread to every part of the globe. Finally, nice easy one for 33, no difficulties here, the life cycle of a glowworm. So as we said before in paragraph C, it first line says the glowworm's life is divided into four distinct stages. The egg, the larva, the pupa and the adult. So that is very clearly in paragraph C. So, nothing too tricky there, but the tricky ones come, I think, in the true, false and not given. So, let's look at 34. Scientists have only recently been able to list the exact number of glow worm species. So, remember, my strategy for this is to turn the statement into a question. Have scientists been able to list the exact number of species? When we look at paragraph A, we can find the number of species, but it says they are a huge group containing over 2,000 species with new ones being discovered all the time. So, do they know the number of species? Well, it is mentioned, they talk about 2,000 species, but do they know the exact number? No, they don't, because they say it's over 2,000, but new ones are being discovered all the time. Question 35. The first fireflies appeared 30 million years ago. Now, this one is tricky. You've got the number 30 million years ago. That goes in paragraph B. So, these go in perfect order. 34 was in paragraph A. 30 million years ago is in paragraph B. What does it say? It says, Fireflies similar to those we see today have been found fossilized in rocks which were formed about 30 million years ago. And their ancestors were probably glowing long before then. So, what we need to ask ourselves is, when did the first fireflies appear? That's it. When did the first fireflies appear? Did they appear 30 million years ago? Well, in the text, it says that they've been found fossilised in rocks which were formed 30 million years ago. So, because the fireflies were actually fossils in rocks, which were formed 30 million years ago, that does not mean that they appeared 30 million years ago. In fact, it says their ancestors were probably glowing long before then, before 30 million years ago so did they first appear 30 million years ago no they appeared even before 30 million years so we do have the answer but it is not correct therefore 35 is false question 36 glow worm populations are decreasing faster in some countries than in others. Now, what do I always say about comparisons? I'm waiting for your answer. So, comparisons we know very often lead to not given because there's no comparison in the text. Um. When we go to that mention of glowworm populations decreasing faster in some countries, well, there is absolutely no mention of it. In fact, if we're sticking to the correct order, then all it says is the highest concentrations of firefly species today are to be found in the tropics of South America which may mean that this is where they first evolved or simply that they prefer the conditions there. That's all. There's no comparison about the rate of decreasing of some countries. That's just not in the text. So 36 is not given. So 37 is tricky. It says heat affects the production of glow worm larvae. So you go to paragraph C, and by the way, um, this word larvae is the plural of larva, um, which is like the caterpillar. After they come out of the egg, they turn into the caterpillar. Then they Um, cover themselves in the chrysalis and then they turn into the adult firefly a bit like the cycle of a butterfly so all of these things we learnt in school are so important (laughs) okay so the question was does heat affect the production of glowworm larvae so you go to paragraph C where it talks about the life cycle and we look, look for something about the production of larvae. It says the egg usually takes about 35 days to hatch, meaning to produce the larvae. But the exact time varies according to the temperature from about 27 days in hot weather to more than 45 days in cold weather. So, yes, it is true that heat affects the production of the larvae. Now, my students said false there, and I can see why. Because they said, no, the heat affects the time it takes for the larvae to come out of the egg. Um, Well, that is the production of the larvae. Unfortunately, that is the same thing. So, the eggs take 27 days to hatch, which means to produce the larvae. That's tricky. Okay, then, nice easy one, 38, adulthood is the longest stage of a glow worm's life. So, in the same paragraph, you look for how long um, the insect is an adult. So, it says throughout its time as a larva, so like a caterpillar, approximately 15 months, The glowworm emits a bright light. So we know that the larva is 15 months. Then it puts the case around it and it becomes the adult. Um, It says, the adult flies have no mouths, cannot eat and therefore only live a few days. So, is adulthood the longest stage of a glowworm's life? No, absolutely not. In fact, it might be the shortest as it only lives a few days, whereas the larva um, lives about 15 months. Number 39 says the exact reason why glowworm numbers are decreasing is unknown. Do we know the exact reason why glowworm numbers are decreasing? Well, go to the next paragraph, paragraph D. And it says about the numbers decreasing. It says evidence suggests that there has been a decrease. Possible causes, and then it lists the possible causes which we talked about, pollution, climate change, habitat destruction, pesticides, fertilizers, uh, global warming, etc. But the final line says a lot more research will be needed before the causes of the glowworm's gradual decline are clear. So, the causes are not exactly clear. The exact reason is not known. So, 39, the answer is true. The exact reason is unknown. Finally, nice easy one for 40. I always tell you, number 40 is always a nice easy one, even in the academic test. So, don't feel this is stressful. Number 40, I'm sure... They give you a nice, easy one to finish. I've said that so many times. Glowworms are usually found in wet areas. So you go to paragraph E, last paragraph. These questions go in perfect order. Paragraph E, first line. Although glowworms are found wherever conditions are damp, They are most spectacular in caves. So the word for damp is wet, the synonym. Damp, wet, moist, dry, all of those are key words in IELTS. And here we can see how it gives us the answer. Uh, Glowworms are found in wet areas, yes. They are found wherever conditions are damp. So the answer is true. That's it. That is a section three general training all about glowworms. It's an important reading. I've highlighted some of the keywords you need to know here. So you've got species. You know that. Um, Attracting a mate, meaning to find a partner to have babies with, uh, is a keyword. Ancient. Uh, meaning very old, medicine, native people. We've talked about before, like Aborigines and Maoris and Inuit, their keywords. Uh, Fossils, finding ancient creatures in rocks, fossilized is keyword. Ancestors, meaning their older relatives, how they evolved, how they became glowworms. Um, The egg is fragile, so uh, easy to break then we've got the talk about reproducing and then all that good vocabulary about evidence about the decline the decrease habitat loss pollution changes in climate pesticides fertilizers endangered and it says it's the top at the top of the food chain um So, that's interesting. It says it absorbs any pollutants eaten by the snails on which it feeds. That's interesting. So, they actually eat snails and the snails absorb the pollutants and so the glowworms eat that too. Hmm, That's very strange. Okay. So, damp and the caves were explored by a Maori chief um rafts candles we've heard about all of this before and finally the importance of the cave to tourists yep it's a great example i must put that on my website as soon as possible so you can read it for yourself Um, remember that all of these texts are widely available Online, If you just Google IELTS glow worms, you'll find it. But what's different about my website is that I give you all the explanations and the colour coding. I hope that helps you learn about them. And of course, you've got the podcast. Um, So it depends what kind of learner you are. Do you like to read about it or listen about it? Um, Listening, of course, helps your listening practice, your listening skills and your vocabulary. So the benefit of going to my site when I actually put them on is that you've got um, all of those inputs. You've got auditory, so listening, you've got visual inputs. And of course, if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll get lots of kind of recycling of that language and interacting with my questions um, so that makes it more memorable for you I hope Okay, thanks for listening today I've got another one for you coming soon Thanks for voting, everybody who voted I had a photo of this on the train to Wales and lots of people voted which one they wanted to see Glowworms was the most popular and the next one which I'm going to do next is a difficult passage three reducing the effects of climate change. That's all for now. Speak to you soon. Thanks very much for listening. Good luck with your studies. Keep working hard. You'll get there in the end. I know you will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.